When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm going to share something with you. That might put me in a very negative light. Yeah. Relationships are not my forte. <laughs> See if someone grabbed up my wife for saying completely different ballgame. I'll walk away from me and this has been like a therapy session. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Thank you very much to Joey Scott for joining me today on IFL TV. Um, still riding high after Deontay's spectacular comeback win on the weekend. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. It was it was it was remarkable. He executed everything that we we uh we practiced on, you know, we worked on, and uh it was it was amazing. It was an amazing night. Oh, it certainly was a... Uh... Yeah, as I said, spectacular fashion, uh, he won that fight. And Joey, I just want to get a, a background sort of to yourself. A lot of people will be interested to hear your story. Um, of course, you're known for working with Deontay Wilder, but you work with many more athletes. So just give us a little bit of insight into yourself and your career. Uh, yes, I, I'm an uh, uh, Olympic developmental coach uh, for track and field. I'm also a strength and conditioning coach for uh, all sports, actually. There's numerous talent. Call it an emergency, uh, you know, uh, NFL. Uh, I worked with uh, basketball players as well. Uh, you know, uh, some of the likes of uh, Morris Peterson, who played uh, for the Toronto. Um, uh, just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a guy that, that, that became a necessity for, for a lot of athletes that, that's looking for speed, agility, and strength and conditioning and things like that. So, uh, you know, I, I never wanted to put myself in a, in a small box where I'm just working with one particular sport or one particular athlete. So I, I work with a lot of, lot of, lot of athletes from all different, different shapes and forms and different countries and things like that. So uh, Paris would be my fifth Olympics that I coach at. Um, I coached in Tokyo Olympic Games. Um, I coached in um, London Olympic Games as well, Rio Olympic Games. So I've, you know, I've, you know, I've been, I've been everywhere, man, as you can see. Um, 
I mean, that's that. I mean, that my story is I've developed a, a company called True Fit Athletics, uh, who house many athletes from all different cultures, all different, uh, uh, you know, sports and things like that. So, I mean, that's that's a little bit about me, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm here, you know, this, this is what I do for a living. I don't have a regular nine to five, my job is always at the over office. Uh, whether if it's a boxer that I'm coaching at the track, whether if it's a track and field runner that I'm coaching, whether if it's a, a baseball player that needs to get fast, whether if it's a soccer player that needs good agility, uh, that's what I do. That's what I do all day. That's good to hear. Obviously, a notable name that you work with, of course, is the fastest man on the planet, uh, Fred Curley. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I do work with Fred Curley uh, on his strength and conditioning as well. So, you know, we've had an outstanding year. You know, he, he became the fastest man on the planet. He uh, won world championships. Uh, he's, you know, he has a unique story as well. He's actually a 400 runner, but uh, he actually ran the 100 and, and actually won the title, uh, being the second time that he's ever, uh, the second year that he's ever did, 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 the, did the 100 meters. He became the fastest man in the world. Well, talking about speed, I think this is something that gets overlooked with Deontay Wilder. Everyone knows how hard he hits, but it's the speed of his punches. Uh, I think it's fair to say in the heavyweight division, the fastest throwing um, hands he's got and the most powerful and devastating hands as well. How much would you say, Joey, is down to that is down to Deontay's natural ability, uh, power, speed, explosiveness, and also down to yourself? Of course, you're an S&C coach. You've been working for Deontay, with Deontay for numerous years, a long time. So how much is that down to his natural ability and yourself? Well, I can tell you this. You know, you can't teach power. Power is is is, is what you're born with. You're born with that. You know, uh, just like um, um, Atlas made a comment actually the other day. It's, it's the, the power, like the punchers, the pure punchers, they are born. You can't teach that. But the only thing that you can do is enhance the talent that they already have. So where I come into play is teaching them, you know, how to be in the right position, teaching him the agility, teaching him how to always be able to be in the right position where, where he's able to execute the natural talent that he already have, that is being a puncher. Hmm. You know, un- helping him understand the way his body is supposed to move, the way his body is supposed to work. You know, making sure that um, all the hard work that he put in, he's recovering from that making sure that, you know, his, his, his heart rate is, is, is right, making sure that, you know, he's in shape first and foremost, making sure that his body is fit enough to go in there and take the punches that he needs to take or give the punches that he needs to give. So uh, I play a big, big factor in that, um, making sure that he understands what his body is supposed to go through while he's able to land that big punch. And that's what we call that good night punch. And, that that that's that's my job you know he hired me to do a job i do it well i'm very confident in the things that i give him making sure so when he gets in the ring i'm not really nervous because i know that i've done everything i've you know left no stone unturned when it comes to his body because like i tell people all the time i have to be on point as a strength and conditioning coach because i don't have his career in my hand i have his life in my hand and it's not a guarantee that he's going to be able to leave the ring like he went in you know what I mean? So I have to be on I have to be on point, making sure that he is in shape, making sure that he's sleeping right, recovering right, making sure that he's, you know, flexible, making sure that he is agile. And that way he's able to get in the ring and be mobile and hostile and come out with the victory. Well, talking about his body, uh, you got him down to around 214 pounds on the scales for this fight with Robert Hellenius, and it proved effective. He threw three punches, I think, and uh, 
yeah, got Hellenius yeah. out of there. So we will talk about Tyson Fury and those fights. But of course, for the second one, I believe, is around 230. And then the third right. Fury fight, around 238, which is the highest right. he's ever come in. So just talk to me about the thinking, getting him down to 214 pounds. Well, me and Malik, we, 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 we do a great job at analyzing, at analyzing where he was most dangerous at, right? We work as a team. Um, we don't never point the finger um, at any any individual on the team. It was something that we, you know, that we tried out. I had a job to do. They wanted more weight on him. I had a job to do the last fight. We put the weight on him uh, because we knew Fury was going to come in, lay on him and things like that, you know, try to push him back. But Mimalik always had been a big fan at him fighting at 214, two, in between 214 and 222, because that's where his devastating knockouts have been at. So what we did, we went back and we said, you know what? we're going to get you back to where you was at because that's when he was at his most successful. You know what I mean? When he was knocking guys out in the early stages of his career, he was around 214, 216. So we went back to that and we knew that that's where his speed was going to be at. Speed equals power. You know, so, you know, I, I, I wanted to get him back down to where he was most successful at, where he had all his devastating knockouts. And that's why we chose the 214 weight to be at. And as you can see, Bell. Good night. Joey, for the first Fury fight, where, of course, in the 12th round, uh, he was milliseconds away from beating Tyson Fury um, in a dramatic final round. I think he was lighter than he was for Hellenius. Is that correct? Yes, he was 209. Wow, okay. So moving forward, what do you believe Deontay's best weight is? 214. <laughs> 214. Um, Deontay, Deontay, you know, he won't, he won't, he won't say it because Deontay you know, he he will not make excuses. He only go off of factual, you know, uh, factual actual uh, uh, events. But in the first Fury fight, you know, the, put it like this: Deontay hasn't been one hundred percent in 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 probably ninety percent of his fights. In probably ninety percent, you know, um, he had a, he had a torn bicep in the first fight. Uh, you know what I mean? No one knew. Um, but you know, we didn't make excuses for it. Um, he, he, he was healthy in this, but the, the fight, the Deontay that you seen the other night, Saturday night, that was a healthy fit Deontay. You know what I mean? Um, and, and that's his happy way. 214, 216. That's his happy way. He's happy with it. He's able to distribute his power efficiently with it. And, and, that's why I want to keep him at. I want to keep him in between 214 and 216. Because as you can see, that's where he's most successful with executing the game plan that we need that we need help for him to, to execute. Joe, we know the uh, WBC have ordered him against uh, Andy Ruiz as a final eliminator for uh, Tyson Fury's belt. Of course, yeah. so that's next in Deontay's um, plans, Andy Ruiz. But I just want to talk to you about a couple of other opponents uh, that we okay. could see Deontay in with next year. There's been talks about this Alexander Usyk fight. Firstly, were you surprised Alexander Usyk wasn't there at the Barclays Centre um, you know, the other night? You know what? Um, I, was, I, I was. I was a little surprised, but I heard he had some you know, some other some other obligations that he had to do uh, fulfilling uh, for his country, I believe. Okay. Um, you know, I, you know I, I really don't know the story behind why he wasn't there, but I did hear whispers that you know, he was he was uh, fulfilling something for for his country. And, you know, we, we respect that. So, yeah. you know, we you know, if, if, if that's the case, 
you know, uh, because we also heard that he's a man of his word. You know what I mean? That he's a, that he's a stand up. That he's a, excuse me. That he's a stand up guy. Um, so if, if I mean, if that's the case, then we we respect that by, by by all means. You know what I mean? We didn't really linger on it that much. We wish him, you know, we wish him the best. Uh, whatever he was, you know, whatever he had to do. Mm. Um, but you know, that, of course, that's you know, that's the fight that we want next. Yeah, I mean, that would be an intriguing matchup. How do you go? about beating someone like Alexander Rusik, not conventional heavyweight in this modern era? Um, just, you know, one, one, of, one of the things that I'm so confident in, right, is Malik Scott is an outstanding teacher, not just a coach. Coach and teacher are two different things, right? Anyone can be called a coach. Mm-hmm. All you need is a stopwatch and a whistle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Malik is a teacher. He breaks down the analytically, you know, and and Whatever game plan that he suits, that he that he sees fit for Deontay, then I know that that's going to be the perfect game plan in beating Yusuf. Um, my game plan is to keep him at that 214, 216 range, making sure that he's at his best fitness, making sure that he's sharp, and making sure that he's that he's that he's efficient from point A to point B, getting out the way of punches and getting to the punch that he needs to land. So I'm going to do my job at that, making sure that he's strength, that his back twitch muscles are strengthened and conditioned the proper way, making sure that, you know, he's able to change direction when he needs to and making sure that he's stable enough to, uh, to, to, to sit on his punches and making sure that he's, a, that, that, that he's able to recover and, 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 go, into this, and go into the fight as, as level-minded as possible that way he can see clearly and that way he can execute as, as, as best as possible. So how to be Usyk? I know Malik is going to come with a, with a great game plan to do that, but how he's going to go into that ring, he's going to be at his, at his top form, you know, for me as a strength and conditioning side of it. If you were to fight Anthony Joshua next year, would that differ slightly, your plans, or would it be, again, 214, 216-pound mark for Deontay? Oh, yeah, I don't make it complex. You know, I don't make it complex. You know, these guys, all these guys have been over 40 pounds heavier than Deontay. So um, it'll be the same way with, 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 with Anthony Joshua. You know what I mean? So it'll be one of those things where I have a game plan. I stick to it. Uh, I don't veer from it for, for nobody because I've been successful with it. And I, and I, don't, I don't coach off assumption. I coach off of science. And that's back to actual data that's been proven. I don't, I don't, you know, when I'm coaching Deontay, I don't guess and I don't assume anything. I go off the, the science behind it, you know, and if I stick with the science, then I know that it's going to be factual, actual data that's not going to be changed. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to make it complex. I'm going to make sure that I do my due diligence and, 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 and train them up to, you know, up to part of the fight. And that's what I'm going to live with. You know what I mean? And I believe that he's going to be very victorious and successful going into the fight, whether if it's Anthony Joshua, whether if it's Usyk, whether if it's whoever it is, he's going to be fit. He's going to be in shape to make sure that he's, that he's conquering the mountain that he has in front of him. Joey, this um, talk and fight fans talk about Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua has been going on for a long time. Of course, there was a, a long process of public negotiations that resulted in no fight. What's the what's the the feeling inside Team Wilder about whether Anthony whether he truly wanted that fight ever? Do you believe Anthony wants to fight Deontay? No, um, I don't believe that he wants to fight him right now. You know, 
Um, I, I believe that Anthony have to he has to get some confidence uh, before he before he step in the ring with a guy like Deontay because you got to understand a, a guy like Deontay is a warrior. You know when he says that he'll die for what he believe in and he'll he you know you have to kill him you know in order to keep him down. He really believes that like he really he he's really speaking facts about how he feels and. And I would ask the, the the casual fan, and I would ask you know even you guys you know uh, from 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 past fights that you see Anthony Joshua in, do you guys really feel like Anthony Joshua is ready for the mental state of a person like Deontay Wilder being in front of him? You know what I mean? Mm. And 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 that's the question that I would me personally I would ask: Are you ready to? Is Anthony Joshua ready to to go into to to that darkness? that Deontay is so used to going into that he's so used to, you know, uh, being on his shield and standing on his 10, the guys in front of you, no matter how hard you hit him, he's not willing to go down. And if he do go down, he's not willing to stay down. Is Anthony Joshua willing to look that in the eyes? You know what I mean? Because Deontay is ready. He's ready to look, look death in the eyes and face it. He's ready to face all his fears when he goes into the square circle. The question is, is Anthony Joshua, we've seen how Anthony Joshua gets when he gets when it's when it's that fire time, when it's time to go into that dark forest where nobody's gonna help you, you know, where where there's no safety net. We've we've seen that, and we've also seen Deontay when he's on his last leg, when he's when his back is against the wall, how he responds to it. We've seen that. Do it add up? Do it match up? So the question is: Is Anthony Joshua ready to face that? Is he ready to to to, to go in that blood river and swim? Is he ready to do that? Deontay is ready to do that because he knows what he's chosen to do. He believes that he's on this earth to be great. And that's that's a hard man to face when he actually believes that he's on this world to be, a, that he's on this earth to really walk as a champion. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's my question to the public. Is Anthony Joshua ready to face that? Because that's a hard thing to face. Because you can, you can hit this man as hard as you can and he's just going to keep coming He's going to keep getting up. He's going to keep, keep, keep coming forward. He's not going to go out there. I'm the top of what he believes in. Is Anthony Joshua willing to do the same? Hmm. Well, the Deontay Wilder that you prepared for Robert Hellenius the other night, who seems like he's enjoying training and fighting again at 214 pounds, as you said, that's his best weight. If him and Anthony Joshua stepped in the ring tomorrow night, uh, how does that end? I know you're going to back your man, but specifically, have you got a specific prediction? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, You know, of course, of course, you know, on our side, we believe that it'd be victorious. The reason why is because, you know, you know, it's hard for us to go against, you know why, even if I didn't know Deontay, even if, let's say I wasn't on the team, right? You, you all, you always have to look at what you're dealing with, your audience, and what I mean by your audience, you have Anthony Joshua, you have Deontay Wilder, Deontay Wilder, who has proven over and over again that he's the hardest puncher in the history of boxing. How can you go against that? All he have to do is be great for half a second. You know what I mean? The people that's in front of him, the competitor that's in front of him, the opponent that's in front of him have to be perfect for all 12 rounds. When Deontay faints, that's a scary thing. You understand? Malik gave a good good, good analysis at the post-conference, right? Once you get past Deontay's jab, 
your life is on the line. And everyone in boxing knows that. Once you get past Deontay's defense, not only not only if Deontay becomes vulnerable to a punch, but you your life is on the line. Deontay is just getting vulnerable to a punch. But your, your life can go out that that quick. And that's what you're dealing with when you're facing a guy like Deontay LeBron Bomber Wilder. Mm-hmm. Once you get past his defense, you're not only you can't you cannot get comfortable. You can't say, okay, I've arrived. You actually still have to be on the edge because you know something can come back and hit you and turn your lights out that quick because he is the hardest puncher in boxing. So you always have to go with the odds on favoring Deontay when it comes to, I believe, any fight because he is a, he's not just a puncher. He's the hardest hitting man in boxing, period. So from that, you're saying he categorically knocks out Anthony Joshua. He knocks him out. It's not going to go 12 rounds. It's not going to go 12 rounds. It's not. Just to uh, go back to the Tyson Fury fights, of course, um, two of them incredible, the first and the third one. Um, Let's just reflect on the second one. Why do you believe that was such a dominant display from Tyson Fury, Joey? Oh, man. Um, You know, it... You, you know, it, it's on, on that one, man, I could say so many things that didn't work in Deontay's favor. You know what I mean? And I don't want to go deep into it, into detail, but I can, I can tell you this. Let me tell you this. Because we, we usually stay off of that, you know, um, and just focus on what's ahead of us. Mm-hmm. This Deontay, Fury lays down and stays down. This Deontay, this Deontay that we have right now stays down and, and he don't get back up. You know what I mean? He don't get back up. You know, um, the second fight, um, of course, it, didn't, it you know, it didn't go our way. I'm going to keep it at that. But this Deontay runs away with the victory easy. I don't even see it going five rounds. Wow. If we have this Deontay. Is that because what you've seen in Deontay or is this something you've seen in Tyson Fury as well? Um. It's always going to be something that I see that that I see in in, in Deontay. You know what I mean? Uh, it's always and the reason I say that is because uh, I've been around Deontay for seventeen years. Okay, um, I I it used to just be me and Deontay uh, and JDs in the dressing room. You know, so I you know I know Deontay from with him back because he knows me. Um, it's always going to be something that I see in him. And this Deontay right here is 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 not is. He's having fun, put it like that. He's having fun understanding himself. He's having fun knowing his capabilities. And like I always say, you cannot go in, into any competition off emotion, right? When you go into any competition off emotion, the trilogy with, with Fury, that was an emotional roller coaster, right? Um, all fights, it was all fights with Fury was an emotional roller coaster. And this Deontay is executing a lot, a lot more not off emotion, but off of execution, right? And that's why I say that this Deontay goes in the ring with Fury. Fury don't last five rounds. The reason why is because Deontay's not going off, going off in there with emotions no more. He's going off in there with execution. When you go off in there with emotions, then it's easy for you to lose sight of what you're supposed to be executing, right? Because, you know, you're dealing with rage, okay? 
So this Deontay that's having fun, he's not he's not fighting off emotions no more. He's fighting off of the game plan, sticking to the game plan, and he's fighting off for of executing and making sure that he's efficient as, as 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 much as he can be. That way he can come out with the victory. And he having he's having fun while he's doing it. Do you see them as the best two heavyweights in the world right now, Deontay and Tyson? Uh, absolutely. So there is an absolutely. element of, there is an element of of a lot of respect for Tyson Fury from your side as well. Yeah, I mean, you you have to respect what you know uh, where, where Fury is at, you know, uh, in 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 this game. You know what I mean? Um, he he he's good at he's great at the tactics that he they, that he that he do. You know what I mean? Like he's great at the tactics that he brings to the table. Rather if it's dirty tactics, rather if it's good tactics, whatever tactics Tyson Fury brings to the ring, he's great at it. Like you know what I mean? He's good at you know uh, positioning the, the you know his opponent where the where the where the you know the ref can't see and 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 do different type of tactics to wear down his opposition. He's good at you know trying to play mind games with the opposition and and, and getting them out of their self. You know what I mean? He's great at things like that. Like I said, whether it's whether it's it's bad tactics and whether it's good tactics, he's great at what he's great at what he's doing. He's by far one of the best boxers, you know, uh, uh, boxers in the game. You know what I mean? So you can't take that away from him. Um, and just like Deontay, he's an unorthodox fighter. He's great at what he do. Those two are the are the top heavyweight fighters in the game right now, and I don't see anybody beating those two. Well, listen, Joey Scott, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. It's great to see Deontay uh, back in good spirits with a brilliant win the other night. And uh, yeah, next year you've got Andy Ruiz, Alexander Usyk, Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, maybe a four fight. Joe Joyce would be another interesting fight. Got plenty of big fights for Deontay. So we look forward to a big 2023. And uh, hopefully we can get a word with you uh, on IFL before Deontay's next fight. All right, Joey? Absolutely. Hey, my pleasure, man. Blessings to you. And I appreciate you having me on. No, I appreciate your time. Thank you very much and God bless you. Take care. All right, God bless you too. You too. Thank you. I'm going to share something with you. That might put me in a very negative light. Yeah. Relationships are not my forte. See if someone grabbed up my wife and saying, completely different vulgar. I'll walk away from here and this has been like a therapy session. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.